Well, greetings, friends, and welcome to the Gospel Underground Podcast. This is episode 64, Quitting Social Media. We are broadcasting live, well, live for us from the Power of Change Worldwide headquarters here in Blacksburg, Virginia. I'm here with my friend, co-host, Jesse Fury. What's up? No hat today. <laughs> We're not going to start this over again, are we? <laughs> You're not going to give them updates on my outfits. Hair well combed looking <laughs> well. I do have, yeah, I do look nice today. And younger middle age, that's what I would call you because you're younger than me and I don't want to be old yet. So, I'm Although I was, I was on, a, uh, on a, a FaceTime call today with my guy Sam in South Africa. And you know, when, you, when you're on one of those, I assume you're like me and you just look at yourself most of the time. <laughs> no, I hate video calling personally. Yeah. That's a but weird I, thing. I, I felt like I, I felt like I was, there was an old person, um, filter on my face. Like, who is this old guy? I didn't appreciate that. Well, you are young, the lighting. middle-aged and looking good. My friend, you're not even 40 yet. Not even 40. Yeah. You're doing, doing well. I'm, 39. I'm heading in the other direction. Over the hill. Yeah, man. Well, it's been a good few weeks for me. I'm finally slowing down a little bit on the travel scene. So okay, but looking forward to uh, being around. Yeah, yeah. Where are you going this weekend? <laughs> You're going somewhere, right? I'm going to Richmond. but that's, Oh, that's not bad. That's with my children. I, I oh, consider yeah. that non-ministry yeah. travel. Like every other weekend when I'm home, I take my children somewhere. But yeah. Yeah, we're doing a uh, college showcase, uh, the Club Champions League college showcase tournament. Soccer. And, uh, soccer, yeah. We're doing that. and. Should be good. Girls going to win? Um, it's not a win thing. Oh. Yeah, they should do all right. They'll it's more good. like they play three games. I think these are counted in their league. Uh, but a bunch of colleges come and watch, you know, and, you know, do the whole market thing. Well, who's that kid? And we need a midfielder and all that right. stuff. So. But none of neither of my daughters are interested in any of the colleges that are coming, so it's more okay. playing with their teams. Um, Kyleen, who definitely wants to play in college, has her school. She's writing to, and they're writing to her, and that kind of thing. Okay, so, so that's fun, and we're still waiting. We're still waiting on Kayla's. Uh, maybe by the time this airs. Oh uh, man, maybe by the time we're waiting on Kayla's early maybe admission, today. Her, her early admission and acceptance or rejections. Uh, we're we're ready for both. We're ready to walk with her through a day of tears or a day. She's of a genius. She's done well. She's but, she's uh, gonna, she's going to get in. She's just applying to these schools that are so dang hard to get into. So we'll see if I've I've got a little plush toy from the school of her choice. If she gets in early admission, I'll give it to her. And act does like she I listen? Will well. she know? Uh, ooh, no, no, like, she, that, the kids don't listen. Dad, we don't. Dad, we don't <laughs> hey, you know, kids, do you have a podcast, Dad? Dad, we don't listen to your podcast. Yeah, yeah so. and my family's the same way. Well, man, uh, you have a little update on. Yeah, your, yeah, your, I got it. Was well, so the sins of your uh, sins. Yeah, I got of a your, shout out. Yeah. Shout out to Charles Wilson, Charles and Trinae Wilson, planting Hill City Church in Northwest Roanoke. And Charles called me out, man. He was listening to our podcast, sitting across. Uh, we were we were getting coffee. Actually, we weren't together, but we were in the same place. And he had to interrupt. He pulled the headphones <laughs> off to be like, "Yo, Chick Fil A over Popeyes." <laughs> He called me out for that. He said, listen, you, uh, he said I was out of pocket to be recommending pop. Uh, uh, what did I say last time? Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. And then you're like, well, I haven't even had the Popeye's. And then I admitted I I had never actually had the Popeye's chicken sandwich. And so, uh, so I'm going to go hit up the Popeye's next week when I'm up in Roanoke. You still haven't hit it up. I haven't. Is there one here? Um, uh, there's not. It's in yeah, Roanoke. Yeah, you got to go to Roanoke. But you said here in our notes, Popeye's over Chick-fil-A. I thought All you were I'm making saying a confession is, No, today. no, no. He said Popeye's over Chick-fil-A. So, Charles, if you're listening, I'm going next week. 
Hey, maybe we could go. You could take me there. Hey, man, that 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 uh, it's it's a little nasty fried chicken sandwich that is <laughs> that is. I I would agree. I think it's probably over. You think it's over? Yeah, the pickles oh, are man. crisp. It's a if you like crispy fried yeah. chicken, it's a different kind of. That's what he said. He said breast. it was like yeah. uh, like real real home cooked crispity fried chicken. crunch. Yeah, it's good, man. So, well, hey, Jesse, I'll I got some inner out. out questions for you today. So, uh, our inner out Come segment on. is where we ask a question if Jesse or myself would like to go in or out. I'm asking the questions today. And Uh-oh. I've got a few fun ones to Uh-oh. you that cover the worlds of sports, politics, and uh, family. Well, so, I'm excited to talk about sports. <laughs> number one, in or out, Jesse. A two-loss Alabama football team missing the playoffs. You want to go in on that? Oh, I'll just go in to say I'm excited for them missing the playoffs. I'm so uh, happy they're missing the playoffs. They're missing it, right? They're like 14th now in the uh, in the ranking, so they're out. Uh, is it the end of an era? I I have no idea. I don't follow college football enough, but uh, but I think it's fun having new people in there. I think there's still two NFL teams in college football: Alabama and Clemson. But I'm uh, my dad is an Auburn grad, War okay. Eagle, Iron Bowl victors. Alabama take your seat. <laughs> in or out, Jesse. Uh, the CSB, the Christian Standard Bible Translation. Do you likey or no likey? Or the oh. Christian Bap- Southern Baptist Bible. Yeah, I call that the Christian Southern Baptist Bible. Uh, I'll go in to say, um, you know, when it was the the Holman Christian Standard Bible, the Holy Christian, the Southern Holy Baptist One, Bible. the Holy Southern. <laughs> uh, you know what I liked about it is they 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 translated Yahweh as Yahweh. Yep. I heard they stopped doing that. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. I would say no lucky. Well, we, we get a free one of these at every conference I attend okay. everywhere. They're okay. giving, giving them out like hotcakes. I've stopped, I've started declining them. I got 15 of those. Please, yeah, I can't give, Please give those away to someone yeah, else. Yeah, give those to somebody else. But we were reading, uh, my wife had the idea. She wanted to read a chapter of Luke every day until, yeah. during the Advent season. And so we're doing that. And we read, you know, Luke 2, and it just didn't seem right. You know, it just didn't uh, seem right. Yeah, so. I, I don't mind. I like the translation. To a degree, but it yeah, it's good. But I just you know, I'm staying. Yeah, I'm, I'm staying ESV. All right, in or out, Jesse. The Washington Redskins, your hometown pro football team. Do you guys? I heard you could still go to the playoffs, even though you're like two and nine or something, and could still win the conference. Hey, put some respect on that. Do yes. you think the Redskins are going to win the East? Oh gosh, well with the with the Cowboys in first, maybe. Uh, but no, no, we're we're we're. Uh, yeah, we can still win the East. We can't qualify as a wild card, but there's no way the Redskins are winning the East. I want I want us to lose the rest of our games. I was dis- I like when we play well, but I like when we play well and lose this year because I want I want Chase Young, <laughs> Ohio State, uh, Ohio State edge rusher, rusher. I want him, and so we need to come in like we we need to we need to be worse than the Giants. All right, Jesse went in to say you're out of the playoffs. Well, another football question that's not in your notes, so don't look for it. Do you oh, think no. Jose Mourinho returns today to Old Trafford and <laughs> defeats Manchester United? For, this is for my English friends who listen in to the underground. Oh, no. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, next question. <laughs> I'm so sorry uh, to our English listeners. Impeachment. Uh, out or not? Okay, <laughs> Kamala Harris drops out of the race oh, of the Democratic I did read nominees. That. I did read that, but I'm out. I don't okay, in or out? This is very important. Answer this carefully. What is the last fight you've had with one Jenny Fury? Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so I'll risk. I'll risk it and go in. Um, this is Jesse's wife. This is my wife. Yeah, yeah. Jenny Fury, my wife, um, 
who also, uh, yeah. So, um, this morning, hello, Jenny, you also are a listener to the gospel. Oh, surely (laughs) she's listening. Um, this morning, uh, she, there was a moment this morning where she was crying with her back to me and I went over to find out what happened. And she said, I need some space. (laughs) And (laughs) so this is pretty typical. We don't fight often at all, but when we do, sometimes I'm not really sure what's happening. Yeah. But you, 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 are you sure you did this or so? No. (laughs) So it wasn't so much a fight. We, it was a really hard morning in the fury house. The kids were, um, the kids, it's like the kids had had a short meeting where they decided how they were going to be against us oh, as parents yeah, yeah, yeah. and, uh, and then they executed to perfection, you know, every step of the way. So, so there was a lot going on, a lot of, you know, everything that could go wrong in a 10 minute time was going wrong. And so, uh, so, it, so I thought we were in a fight. We weren't in a fight. But the uh, French word for that is a coup d'etat. It was, <laughs> it was an attempted coup d'etat. Uh, we squelched it, we put it out, but, um, uh, she was she was kind to call me when I was driving away to say, "Hey, we're not in a fight. We're good. We're yeah, good. we're good." One of my most treasured uh, moments as a husband is when my wife is deeply upset and I find out it's not me. <laughs> and then I can just like, "Who needs to get it?" That's let, right. Let yeah. me know. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing today, Jesse. We are heading back to the deep waters of deep work to hear from you today about your experiment in quitting social media. If you guys have been listening in with us. We've had a few uh, extra episodes on various things interspersed, but we've been hitting Cal Newport's book, Deep Work. And then a little bit today, we're going to hit his follow-up work, Digital Minimalism. But You know, deep- if, if Cal's listening, he should, we should get a cut of, of something. I know guys that are buying this book because of you know, we we have we know in our hearts that we've That's done right. a good thing. Right. Thanks, Cal, for yeah, writing thanks, your, Cal. your book. I, I think well, that, deep work yeah. was defined as professional activities or focused activities performed in a state of distraction-free concentration that push your cognitive capabilities to their limit. These efforts create new value, improve your skill, and are hard to replicate. I think it's important to know hard to replicate by robots, too. But in that book of Deep Work, there was four rules, and obviously one is expanded today. First, work deeply, embrace boredom. Third, quit social media. Man, that's that's either exciting or scary, and then drain the shallows from your life. And so, Jesse, today... We just want to hear from you because you kind of took this chapter and then the follow-up uh, work, digital minimalism, uh, to, to heart a little bit and experimented in your own life, in your own Tim Ferriss kind of way, I suppose, doing a life-hacking experiment by Jesse Fury. <laughs> you quit social media or at least adjusted things greatly. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about digital minimalism and what you have been up to or not up to <sighs> over the last month or so. That's good. I have been, I've been life-hacking now for about six weeks with this. Um, yeah, so so I guess what I'll do is I'll I'll talk about my own life experience or experiment, uh, and and by what. The, by the way, Jesse. Yeah. Give me a give me a star. <laughs> Thank you for doing this for us over the last month. You know I do this for you, Reed. This is I you know. So I was reading uh, deep work. You know, and if you've listened long enough, you know that I have some hesitations with social media anyway. But I was still pretty plugged in. Um, and I realized that uh, I was I I was creating some systems in my life where uh, where I had some deep work time in my schedule that was working pretty well. Um, embracing boredom, I'm pretty I can do that. But the social media, I realized reading reading deep work and then and then reading the follow up digital minimalism, uh, just how much the 
the the fingers of social media were were really all over my life, all over my you know. I remember in one particular moment, I think I mentioned this once before. I was holding my little one and a half year old daughter, and I had my phone up up, and I was I had social media up on my phone while I was holding her, and she kept trying to get my attention, and I was just zoning out, like not paying attention to you were her. Reading of what someone was saying evil about one of your that's friends right. On I was I was on Facebook <laughs> or Twitter or something, probably getting frustrated and. She took both of her hands and grabbed both sides of my jaw and turned my face away from my phone to her just to get my attention enough to say something that it wasn't even English. You know, she's a year and a half. So it was like, but uh, in that for me was this moment of like, man, even when I'm home, I am just uh, low grade distracted way too much, way too much. And so. So I embraced this idea of, in his chapter on quit social media, he uses different ideas there, that maybe an internet sabbatical or a social media sabbatical. Um, in digital minimalism, he has uh, Newport is working out a little bit more uh, of, of, of the benefits of it. So some of the things that were really attractive to me reading the book uh, is he talks about um, the idea of becoming a craftsman or tri- like, like a... Um, uh, being more developed in our leisure time because we're, we're actually building things. We're doing things. Uh, you know, one example of this is my son is he's turning 10 in a couple of days mm. and he's always creating stuff. He's making stuff. Uh, and so if he had a, if he had his switch and he was allowed to just play video games all day, he wouldn't do any of that stuff, mm-hmm. but I'll come home from work and he's like, Hey, look at this thing I built. And he'll, he'll go on and on about it. And, and what Newport's arguing is that that is actually shaping us informing us so that when we're working a lot of what he's doing is trying to help you have value with your throughout your your career right so uh so when you're working you're actually you've you're better at your work because you haven't just disconnected and 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 uh become passive participants in social media so if i could take the example that you just gave when your son you come home from working and he shows you dad this is what i built not only is that engaging his mind in a certain way, it's also engaging your relationship That's with right. your son. And even in a professional aspect, if you're teaching, it's probably a better illustration uh, than, hey, me and my son watched a cat video. Yeah, <laughs> Look, yeah. We're talking about building things. That's right. right. So, yeah. yeah. So he, he in, in digital minimalism, in that section, he actually talks about, uh, he uses um, F3, which is a faith, fitness, fellowship, fellowship, uh, you know, it's a... A bunch of guys get together early morning and work out together. Uses CrossFit, yeah. and, he, and he contrasts those those ideas of being social and active with even being active but alone with your headphones in, working out at the you know Globo Gym or whatever, and saying uh, it's there's we're gaining something from this uh, in our social interactions that we lose if we're just passively, even on things that are meant to be relational, like social networks. Right. Um, and, and I, and I, he, you know, he's preaching to the choir for me as I read that thinking, yeah, I've, I've experienced both sides of this. You know, one of the things I do I like about podcasting, most people who, uh, record podcasts, produce podcasts, also consume them. Right. And one of the things that I've enjoyed most about them is one, listening to same podcasts and talking about them with friends, but also there's kind of a relationship that you feel like you build with the host, right? which is kind of unique about this media where people know that, you know, you wear Bonhoeffer house hats and I, I talk about your <laughs> style of clothing and, you know, that I talk yeah. about my kids or things, That's you right. know, there, there's certain relationship building that some technologies don't give us. They give us a false sense of it. Whereas, uh, you know, my hope is at least with 
so something like a podcast is to actually build relationships yeah. with people. Yeah, and he and he actually is making the case in the book, and I and I recommend reading the book. He's ma- my my wife Jenny was making fun of me because um, I I listen to the book, so I'm using yeah. a, I'm using my phone in an on an app in, in Audible yeah. uh, to listen to the book. But but actually, in, in fact, he's making the case that we we ought to use social media or use media to help us limit our media use. Ah, yeah. So he, he would say some, so we should just be wise about what we're using. So, yeah. um, he's not going full Luddite. Luddite no, yeah. not full Luddite. Uh, uh, he's, he's, he's saying, um, we just need to be, so he advocates things like, um, putting boundaries on your social media use. So he talks a lot about how social media companies, uh, they're, they're terrified of people that would put boundaries on, on their, on their usage of it. So, so for, and so let me talk through my own experiment. So here's what I did. I was hacking myself. I took my phone and I just cut out, I cut out, uh, Instagram, which was my number one offender as far as time, time waste, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, deleted the apps. I deleted the apps. So I didn't actually delete my accounts. They're still there. If I wanted to go on, say my laptop and, and, and log in, I could, um, I deleted, uh, uh, I actually deleted email off of my phone. I, I just deleted the Gmail app off of my phone uh, because what I realized as I was going through this was I need it's I need to think through not just social media but actually technology and how it's affecting me in the day to day life. And and yeah. so I carry my iPad with me most of the time. So like even just now, uh, I was trying to show something to read and I, and it was kind of a pain to me because I didn't have it on my phone. Right. But, but what did it take? Like yeah. 90 more seconds for to me to get out. my iPad out, yeah. pull it up. It, it really wasn't, you know, I was inconvenienced, but not, not very much. And so, um, so I cut all those things. The only social media that, that I allowed myself were things that I felt like were things that I use in my work. So we use Marco Polo with the Bonhoeffer house. So that's a, a video, Video chat, video chat. It, it's it's kind of more like you record the video and then you can re- look at it whenever you want. Uh, we don't mess around. Some people will do like the filters. filters. On it make you I, like- I've come. I, I'm like a I'm like an old man telling people to get off my lawn with that <laughs> kind of stuff. I just I can't handle it. So, but 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 it's really helpful for us because we got guys in South Africa, we got guys in Canada and Richmond planting churches all over the place, and for them to be able to show a 30 second clip of a Sunday morning service at the Cairn in in Bow Valley. Shout out to Craig and Zoe Robinson Canada. Uh, in Canada outside of Calgary. And then we get to watch that and participate with that a little bit or, or to film a quick update about something that's going on or a question that they might have like, hey, how do you handle this in, in church life or in your family? How do you and when do you start to uh, discipline in different ways with your young kids is really helpful. So I kept that one on. Uh, kept group me because we use that for our, our small group that Jenny and I lead and, and host. And so, but everything else we just cut out. All right. So, um, so my, my belief was I would be off my phone all the time. Like I wouldn't be on my phone very much. That was right. my hope. Those are the things you usually do on your phone. Take That's them right. off. Cut them off. The phone. I thought, um, and, and so, uh, so I cut those things off for the last six weeks or so. I haven't added any of them back in yet. Um, and, and I'll get to that in a minute of whether or not I will. And so, and let me tell you the positives of that. The by far the number one positive is I wasted less time. The number two positive for me was emotionally I was in a better place because I wasn't affected by all this other outside that's right. stuff that I wasn't, wasn't really part comments. of your life. Yeah. That's right. I wasn't uh you know, one of the things with social media is we get into these um I feel like I have to have an opinion about everything. Like uh 
I've got to, because everyone else does and they're commenting on it and they're going, they're flaming each other and there's this back and forth. I and, need to have an opinion on that guy's opinion on that person's opinion. And then I maybe uh-huh. need to say something. And if I don't, at least it, it, there's a feeling that, that happens with that. And being, it's, it was delightful to not be, to just not, to be, I got, we got plenty of issues going on in my church that like yeah. are emotional issues that, that I need to dial in and connect with. I don't need to be connected with things that don't have anything to do with me just because I'm, I'm, you know, a friend on Facebook or follow someone on Twitter. So, so for me, those were the two most positive things. Now, the thing that surprised me the most is my screen time was almost identical. Ah. Uh, oh, so, so, um, so you created a vacuum and the vacuum was filled. Yeah. So, so the most depressing thing for me of the past month was realizing habits like my habit of just pulling my phone out and spending time on it. Flicky habits. They yeah. don't go away just because you cut out the social media apps. Did you go to like uh, oh, I was news on, readers? Yep, or, yep. Yeah. So no, I actually cut news. Okay. But like an idiot, I just would go and look up news. Okay. <laughs> like on your web <laughs> on my, browser. On my actual web browser. Yeah. So I, I spent so much time reading like news articles that also didn't matter to me. Yeah. Um, so much time on ESPN.com or uh, whatever, you know, sports mm, stuff yeah, I, yeah, I wanted yeah. to look up. Fantasy football. Um, so, so I cut fantasy football uh, and then, and then I gave into my weaknesses and added uh, them back. Um, and so a lot of time on fantasy football apps, you know, uh, and so, so I think one of my biggest takeaways is for me, the, 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 I need to think through and I'm trying to do this right now. Uh, it's not, just social media. It's actually my phone is technology and it's mostly my phone because mm-hmm. of my, ha- my other technology habits are much um, more reserved encapsulated. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I'm, I don't, I don't siloed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so, so one of my takeaways was I read a book during this time called atomic habits and did we f- figure out the author James? Yeah, I think I pulled it up uh, here. It's uh, James clear. James clear. Great that should name. be easy to yeah, remember. Clear. James clear wrote a book called atomic habits. I recommend it. It's v- very helpful. And, uh, and he talks some in there about, uh, there's a few, a few rules that he incorporates, like making things easy, you know, have new habits you want to pick up old habits you want to kill to make those things, uh, harder to do, put more obstacles in the way of it. Um, one of the things he talks about is stacking stacking habits together. So if there's something, mm-hmm. so so what I've done in the last couple of weeks that's been more helpful for me is I will have at least three week, three days a week where I'm having lunch by myself in my study in between meetings or in between uh, deep work and some administrative work or staff meetings, and on those times, uh, what I'm doing now is I'm saying, hey, this is my fantasy football time slot like i'm it's only taking me i'm not i'm not taking an hour for lunch i'm eating for 15 minutes and so uh so i'm stacking your, this habit. setting your lineup the, the that's right and, and, and you know look, who's on the waiver wire how much <laughs> you know what, what trash do i need to talk to my cousins about yeah. uh about our fantasy football league or my my church people and so so i'm stacking these together so there, there's almost this kind of pavlovian you know the, the mouth's watering it's time to eat I'll get this done. And then I can, when I'm, when I, when I'm put away my dishes, you know, or when I throw away my trash, I shut it back down and then the phone away, put the phone away, plug it back up and, and I'm back into work mode. So that to me has been, so, so the first month or so was like, man, I'm not, there's, I'm just as much enslaved to my phone as I was before I cut out social media. Uh, but now I'm starting to pick up some of the other things that he he recommends in the book Digital Minimalism, uh, and and what I was what I was reading in in Atomic Habits of yeah. of really trying to create more limits and boundaries to when am I actually going to use this technology, not just 
uh, am I going to use certain apps? Yeah, certain apps. That's good, man. Well, so but it, but I recommend it. Uh, I have not. I've missed almost nothing about social media. <laughs> uh, I will not be adding back anything. So so I won't. Beautiful. Be, I I will. I'm going to add an email back to my phone. But I will not be adding back. Um, I won't be adding back Instagram. I won't be adding back Twitter. I won't be adding back Facebook. So I will still jump in there on my iPad if I feel like I need to post something. I, I decided with, with those I wasn't going to post anything either. I was just going to stay completely off. I'll probably jump back in when I feel like I might need to do something for the Bonhoeffer house or promote something, promote something, something. or yeah. But, uh, but I tell, I'm telling you, man, I have not missed it at all. So, so that's been my time. Like I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm headed in a direction I'm encouraged with, with this. And Jenny and I have also picked this up. So because, because I was trying to create some space from, from technology, we've, uh, we've, we've created a technology free zone in our, in our, in our bedroom. So there was a lot of time where like, you know, we'd be laying next to each other, looking at different social media apps or, mm. um, or even particular potentially watching a show where we're saying, Hey, let's, let's maybe not do this in bed. Um, I'm trying to become more faithful at walking into the door at five fifteen, plugging my phone up in the closet where we have our own little plug-in station and, uh, and then just leaving it alone. And that's awesome. been a challenge because it's, it's such a habit, you know? Uh, but, but I've seen some, some progress there, uh, that I hope will continue. Awesome. Awesome. So what do you think about that? You ready to quit Reed? <laughs> you know, I'm, I need inspiration. I need help. Um, I, I do a parenting and technology seminar and I did it recently, I think in August as last time I did it out with some friends in Oklahoma and I, I say up front that I'm an early adopter. I'm an, a technology enthusiast, but also a technology skeptic. So I'm very aware of the the effects of it, the effects of it on myself, my family. So I'm trying to sequester it, silo it, uh, bring it under uh, control for our family. Um, but my life, man, this is this. Is, just if I could describe this for you, like yesterday. You know, I'm in the kind of year end giving, trying to raise money for our nonprofit. You yes, know, and so, Giving Tuesday. Yeah, Giving Tuesday. And so there's many things going on. So I'm sending out a MailChimp from my phone. Uh, we also get donations in our PO box, our UPS box, and get that. And, you know, I process them into our accounting system on my phone. I yeah. can scan them into our bank and deposit them from my phone and then add them to the spreadsheet as I'm keeping track of the year end for the matching gift we have on. And I do that in my car from my phone. And to be quite honest, I love being able to do that. Um, I'm able to send out invoices to uh, various folks that are, you know, reimbursing us for plane tickets or things like that with some real efficiency. I can do some administrative stuff like at halftime of soccer games. And now that sounds a little crazy, right? So it's really good for work efficiency, but very bad because you're, you're on it all the time. If I, if I know like Facebook right now, all I, I seem to do is try to evaluate all these you know, different people that I guess they see suggested friends. I'm like, do I know this person? Why are they friending me? Do I want to be their friend? Do I need to do this? And I'm like, that's all I do on Facebook. And every now and then post a picture of my mom might see Instagram's more my one I'd like for personal reasons for family, but you got to get on there and, and let, let them, know, let them know what you're, some ribs, what you're smoking. You know, and, yeah. and, and Twitter is more kind of my professional, I guess, network. But even there, I, I, I typically am talking, I'm, I'm involved with different Twitter communities. I'm involved in amateur wrestling Twitter quite a bit. I'm involved with, say, Christian Twitter. I kind of follow different kind of uh, pockets of culture Twitter kind of stuff. And so I use that more as kind of uh, intellectual wandering. But I waste so much time yeah. uh, on that. So the idea of deleting 
social media apps for my phone is very attractive to me. Come on, very in. very tra- attractive. Email, I could. The water I is I, warm. I, don't know if I could do that. Um, so so I'm a little nervous in the sense yeah. that there's a part of my life that both is devastating to deep work and helpful to deep work, and that's what I call intellectual wandering. Um, yeah, it's what you would do if you actually look at footnotes in a book. Right, you're reading a real book. Like, who said that? Where did they say that? I, I used to, you know, read more paper books, and I'd look at that kind of thing. And and in Twitter, or even like news readers, you can tend to find really good things, right? If you follow really interesting people who are thoughtful, you can find very interesting books to read or podcasts to listen to. And so I'm a little nervous losing that, where a yeah. guy like Cal Newport, he's at Georgetown University, he's probably talking to intellectually curious and interesting people all day, students, colleagues, in the hallway, and man, we're in the shed quarters here in Blacksburg, Virginia. We, you know, we're friends. We talk. I, I, I feel like that's right. An intellectual stimulation that we have together, which is really enjoyable. But I'm a little but, nervous of quitting yeah, Twitter for that yeah. reason. But at the same time, I see the most ridiculous things, both in terms of people like self promoting, but also just being cruel to people yeah. and getting caught in these little worthless nothing. I mean, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. So that's my quandary. Um, and so I'm, I don't know if I'm looking for a halfway house of sorts or... Ooh, I like that or, idea. Or, or sort of, um, do I need to be more cold turkey uh, with things? Well, yeah, and I think, I think what Newport would advocate from digital minimalism would be um, uh, not so much a halfway house, but more of a, a tight, tight borders, right? right? So you might say... Um, uh, my lunchtime is my intellectual wandering time. And so that'll be the time that I I'm on Twitter. Um, uh, or, and then that limits the amount of, of, of frustration you can have too, because if you're not, if you, if you know, one's a hard, one o'clock's a hard stop, you're done. Then, then it's like, well, I'm frustrated, but I can't, (laughs) I can't keep going down this rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, so, cause I'm, I'm right there with you with like, you mentioned what you did yesterday with all, with your phone. And I was thinking I did the same thing yesterday, right? Yeah. I was depositing checks. I was, uh, uh, I was checking accounts. I was transferring money. I was doing all kinds of stuff that like, it's really man, nice. It's so convenient <laughs> to be able to, to, to do that with your, you, you're, we're carrying around these supercomputers, yeah. uh, and, and I want to continue to use them. Yeah. Uh, so for me, the, the, the social media, so like Instagram's a great picture of this for me. Uh, Instagram doesn't make me frustrated because I'm also uh, ruthless with curating who I follow. Yeah, and I don't follow famous people. I've got no one with a with a check next to their name or whatever the they do. Genders. I got no, nothing like that because, uh, uh, and okay, the reason is is I want to follow real life people that I actually know, and if I don't know them, I want them to be people that I could know that are that are friends of friends or so on because. I don't need to. I don't need to compare myself with people who have lives that I have no idea if they're real or not. Yeah, and I, and, and that to me is the danger with Instagram. Is it's this sort because it's picture based. It's 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 uh it's visual based. It's very comparison. It draws this sense yeah. of like, man, I'm not doing enough. I should. My family should look like this. My abs don't look like that. But when when people look like normal, <laughs> yeah. it's like oh, okay, yeah, this is like when I when I go to church, these are the people that I see. Yeah, uh, and so you know, so if if a bunch of famous people. If I was in Hollywood and and I was, then I might follow. People, <laughs> I, people, I read but. something on Twitter this morning, actually, where a guy said, "I end of the year book list that everybody puts out. 
I just feel bad because I don't read as much or something like that. I was like, no, who cares what, you know, they read something good, read it. But like, don't think like they read 17 books. I read 12. That's just like a lose, lose. Right. It's like, but here's, here's something that I have noticed over the years. And this has happened to me through technology and I, and I don't like it. I don't think it's good. There was a season where I was much more, I would read all paper books, crush a lot of books and I would write a lot. And and I think the period where weblogs and blogging yeah, was big, yeah. I would crush these long articles. I was writing a, a theological essay and a sermon every week. And then when Twitter came along, man, I started blogging less, reading more tweets. Now there's these long threads that people just like throwing these 16 point threads on Twitter. And I just feel like that is the shallows that's creating. I don't write as deep pieces that I once did. And I, and I think I've shallowed out because of it. Even recently, uh, listening to kind of a secular guy, an astrophysicist podcast, you know, mentioning books, I've started reading like the book next to you, the one we did intellectual vices or the one I'm reading on consciousness now by a, a cognitive psychologist. I feel better about myself when I'm actually reading something of substance rather than, you know, something fun. A string of tweets. Yeah, or, string yeah. Of tweets or, yeah, I think that's that's helpful. That's, for me, the challenge of even using my phone to do the things that we talked about that it's really useful and helpful to do that I'm going to continue to do. The challenge is, is that once it's open, so let's say I did that at halftime of my kid's game, man, I'd be, it'd be so, it's just hard for me to f- put the phone back down and shut yeah. it down. And yeah. so, so I'm trying to get, I'm trying to think through, and I think you do a pretty good job at this, Reed. I'm trying to think through uh, what are the kind of tools, how can I apply the tools that we've even talked about in this, in, in our yeah. podcast yeah, yeah. Uh, to help, to help me keep that under control so that I am reading more paper books. I am writing more, producing more, create more creative. I love what you're saying though about intellectual, uh, what'd you say? Wandering, wandering, yeah. because that's ultimately the thing that I was craving. Yeah. I'm just realizing this as you're saying it. The, the reason I end up with my phone open and like searching for things, I'm actually, those are the types of things I'm looking for. You're curious. I'm, I want to, I want to read something. Yeah. I want to like learn something. I want to find out what's going on over here. And, and so, so maybe there needs to be, perhaps our phones could be used in that way. Yeah, I need to learn that. Yeah, figure out it's, where that where where to find that. It's 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 absolutely almost hateful to say that like not everybody's voice we should be listening to because you know somebody thinks I'm the village idiot somewhere. I'm sure, but at the same time, we're we I don't think we were meant to hear this many voices. Yeah, it just almost is insane to know about so many things, and then you run into good things like oh wow that guy's got cancer. I'd like to pray for that guy or give fifty bucks to his GoFundMe. And yeah, that's right. You know, you mentioned uh, something to me because I wasn't on social media about a uh, a friend of mine who was I just. Because I wasn't on social media, I didn't see that this friend of mine was taking some shots Being from abused. Uh, yeah. yeah from from some um, so-called discernment bloggers and yeah, yeah, yeah. and so um, so in some ways I was I didn't have the opportunity to uh, to reach out and, and offer prayer and and um, even to bear the burden of this with 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 this friend of mine that because you were on social media and glued me into it, I was able to reach out and say, Hey, I'm praying for you. It was appreciated. And it was. And so there, there are things that I think I missed by being off and do miss by being off. I just think, um, I, I, I find in the balance, uh, yeah. They they don't outweigh the things for me that are frustrating or time sapping or even I think the the way you just put it earlier is really helpful. Of it's not even the time sap. It's like the 
the shallowing out. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Well, just as a review uh, from our episode, a couple episodes ago, working deep work. These were the tools. Uh, do not disturb on your technology, charging stations to offload your devices, limiting notifications, using airplane mode, even if necessary, so that Ooh, you're can, utter, utterly not connected. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, but don't forget to turn airplane mode off. <laughs> and your wife's <laughs> trying to text you <laughs> that you need to be home. Oh, yeah. man. We were in. Did I have I told you no. this? We were in Canada. Uh, visiting Craig and Zoe in the church plan up there uh, outside of Calgary. And a uh, couple of days in, Brett Johnson, I'm, sh- I'm totally throwing him under the bus right now. Uh, my best friend, uh, head pastor at Valley Bible Church, we're out there together as a team uh, with the Bonhoeffer house. And a couple of days in, Brett's like, man, my phone is not working. I haven't got any text from my wife. I have, none of my texts are going through. And then the next morning, he's like, hey, I figured it out. I was still in airplane mode. Yeah. We're like, bro, it's like three days in. Yeah. Katie thinks you're dead. That's uh but but something glorious about that. If I Oh if, yeah. If, if, Those three days were like the best three yeah. days of his life, just right. totally in the moment. That's right. Well, other tools we recommend books made from paper. Real paper. There's something analog and visual and spatial about that that's good for your brain. Long walks to think. Uh certainly that's a a way of solitude with exercise, which is a good combination. Uh inspirational intellectual things like good sermons podcasts calendars and schedules use paper tech if needed notebooks dump locations for thinking about life and deep work evernote for me uh, moleskin for somebody of course if you want to see a book underlined better than anyone ever underlined something in a book watch jesse fury with his rulers you gotta carry a ruler around hey the nice pens. thing about a ruler is is it's a bookmark it is and it's an underlined tool turn it sideways yeah. underline turn so it and 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 let me with a notebook in the dump location this is actually one reason i'm adding email back to my phone uh just as part of my experiment is uh, so often I follow the, uh, the David Allen, if you can do it in two minutes, do yeah. it, uh, getting rule. things done, yeah, right? triaging your yeah. email. Yeah. 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 And so, so I found often I will be driving and I'll think about something like, oh man, I need to, I need to email this guy back or I need to, I need to start, I need to get the ball rolling on this thing. And when I park, especially at the end of the day, when I'm getting home, if I have two minutes in my car and I can just either either email myself a quick list or actually do sometimes those emails. Yeah, even on my phone, I could I could just hammer them out in thirty seconds. You like, got to do it or put it somewhere. That's that right. And remember. so so that I've I've missed that, and I think I've actually missed some things because I haven't <laughs> had that. Well, you haven't missed getting back to me on anything, so that's appreciated. Well, actually, you do owe me one thing. I do. That, that you can get to me. That's right. We won't say that because yeah, that don't does, call me out, man. That does lead to uh, where we're headed. Jesse, thanks for this these few episodes, man. On on oh, deep yeah. work, working deep work, and then digital minimalism. I was, and I was joking about uh, uh, about Doctor Newport. Owen has something. <laughs> well, I've I've actually really been blessed by reading these books. It's been it's yeah. been helping my productivity, I think, and I'm excited to keep going this way. Doctor Newport's Amazon page. I noticed something yesterday because my kids don't listen to my podcast i i ordered his college guide that i guess he wrote in like 2006 while he was a student okay about how to do really well as a college student so uh little ho- college hacks that yeah. I've, ordered, I've ordered for kayla lord willing she gets in somewhere where we're headed jesse uh kind of out, out of our deep work thing we're gonna have a few uh family-ish episodes one of the things that i've really enjoyed over the years is being a father and uh sharing some of the practices of being a dad now that i've got grown kids and some ways, but, um, 
So there's a couple things. As soon as Kayla gets into college, I've asked her and she's agreed. This could be this month, we hope. Uh, oh, it will it, be. It could, uh, I feel let's, it. Let's just call it in to be. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not naming it know. and claiming it. I'm just saying I've got a good feeling. Kayla's actually going to join join us. I'd like for all three of us to be here because I know you have young children. And just to hear from her experience from 8th grade to 12th grade, both in her preparations for college, but also how she, how some of her peers, have interacted in the the ups and downs, stresses and all arounds. But I want to wait until she's accepted, uh, hopefully, to the school she wants to do that. So if that doesn't happen this month, we'll delay that to the spring. Uh, But I think she's going to have a lot to say as a really brilliant young lady who's really focused her life in in a certain way that I really admire. So we're going to hear from Kayla on that. And then uh, after the holidays, uh, some of you remember episode 10 of the Gospel Underground where I talk about a Christmas tradition of doing Christmas Christmas letters. letters. Yeah, so shout out to that. But um, I'm doing a special project that you owe me something on uh, for my 13-year-old son, uh, Thomas. He's uh, in his 13-year-old year. year. He turned 13 in August. And I've asked uh, men uh, from my childhood all the way up to people that I'm pretty close with now that I've met in the last few years to just write letters to my son about manhood. And Jesse, I've been reading these things and dropping them into a big world fight in tears because Mm -hmm. it's been a beautiful thing. I'm going to bind that up together and give it to him uh, for his thing. So we're going to have an episode about that process. Um, and maybe if he's willing, he's our shy kid. If he's willing to come in and talk about how he felt getting that, we may do that, but he may be a little young or nervous about being on the pod. But we're going to do some of that, and then we're also going to enjoy some deep family around the holidays. Part of uh, putting aside our digital minimalism is not only so you can be the bomb in your job, but you can also, man, be present, present with people. Home. Yeah. If anything, I've told fathers over the years, I've done, I think, five men's retreats this year. I said that kids need three Ps from you as a dad, and we know pro- protection and provision. Those come pretty easily, uh, but I say do that personally. Mm. personally provide and protect for your kids. The presence of uh, a a father with children changes the world. We believe that on the Gospel Underground. Man up, dad up. Ladies, too. The Gospel Underground is a joint production of Power of Change in the Bonhoeffer House. Review us on iTunes. We want some five-star reviews. Maybe drop some paragraphs about what you love. If you hate us, you probably don't listen anymore. So send your comments. feedback or questions that you might want us to take up here on the underground thank you again jared lynn for suggesting some cal newport for us to travel in it's been great send those suggestions to info at gospelunderground.org we are dialogue taking place in the borderlands between the church and culture hope to see you out there peace peace